Drop into child's pose. We've had a lot of child's poses. And here's another one. If you really look at it, add the concentration. Focus. You'll notice that this child's pose is totally new. It's like dazzling new world. See if you can soften between your shoulder blades. Soften like air, those muscles between your shoulder blades and your spine. Feel the rise and fall there. Even if it's gentle. Welcome Bronwyn, hey Laura. Get rid of any unnecessary tension in your neck, your shoulders between your eyes, around your eyeballs, muscles of your face, your jaw, just scan and soften. Together, deep breath in. Long breath to empty. To your hands and your knees, tabletop to cat and cow. Look up on your inhale. Send your spine up to the ceiling. Drop your head on the exhale. Maybe that same point of focus. Between your shoulder blades, moving that spine. If there's any like a bend in the elbow or a swivel of your hips that could help. Maybe turning your neck in a circle, awakening. Find a flat back and come onto your elbows. Um, forearms, elbows under your shoulders. If I tell you to go to down dog and then give you the option of coming to your forearms and your knees, you probably won't do it. So this is a down dog variation. And lift your right leg straight behind you. Now bend your right knee and take it over to the left. Just notice when there's more foundation, more stability, you get kind of a bigger rebound of energy up through your arms, your shoulders. You can steer that through your whole right side. Go ahead and do some circles with your thigh bone, with the knee bent. And just, you can feel how that joint is connected all through the top of the hip, maybe even under the rib cage. And then go the other way. 
it was just by backing off, bringing your elbows to the mat, and then you can find that there's these places that are left out. And then take one more opening breath, peel your right hip over your left, lift your right inner knee higher, bring your right knee to the ground. Go ahead and come back on your hands and do two more cat and cows, two or three. There might already be some change through the right side from your spine over to the right. A little easier breathing, malleability around your neck and your throat collarbones. And you'll come back down onto your forearms and your knees. So down dog on your forearms and your knees, lift your left leg behind you straight first, find straight, flex the foot, straighten through the knee and then bend the knee into your right angle and take it over to the left. You guys are nice and quiet, but I'll mute you anyway, so you can make any sounds that you might want. Nora, and go the other way, complete the circles. Notice this side could be different in just the patterns moving. And then roll, stack open, one more couple breaths through the left side, lift your left hip over your right. Start to turn the left lung up a little bit, peel open. Okay, and bring your left knee to meet your right, hands to the mat, do some more cat and cows. Yeah, so Nora, we were just doing some leg circles with our forearms at the ground if you wanna. And then as you're doing cat and cow on the cat, when your spine's rounded, start to push your hips back towards your heels. Maybe your palms even get light. Ah, oh, such a good stretch to come up and through, through broaden your collarbones. And then round and push your hips back, maybe three quarters of the way towards your heels, towards child's pose with your knees narrow and come up and through, open the front lines, stretch out your belly. This time go all the way back, sit back on your heels, bring your forehead to the ground and you can also bring your hands behind you for this version of child's pose. Knees together, forehead down. And then that place where we started putting our attention between your shoulder blades, Feel the rise and the flow, fall there. And there's something really sweet about this pose. Pose of a child. One more breath, make sure none of your teeth are touching. 
Soften your tongue back to the root of your tongue. Find tabletop. You might wanna walk your hands forward five or six inches, tuck your toes, lift your hips for downward facing dog. Shake your neck loose and then land your vision at one point in the center. Five breaths in this pause. See your feet back there. Now walk them up to your hands. Lift halfway. Bow all the way forward, Uttanasana. Slowly round up, vertebrae by vertebrae. Reach your arms over your head. Draw your hands together in front of your heart. One ohm to start. Deep breath in. Ah. Sweep up, inhale, bow forward all the way down. Lengthen halfway, high plank position. And in your high plank, seesaw forward and back until you find the place on your feet where your toes meet the soles, the knuckles. Root that down, push your heels back and then lift your breastplate forward. Low plank. You can always come all the way to the mat, cobra or up dog. Up and back, downward facing dog. Beautifully done. Breathe in and out. Bend your knees, lift your hips higher. Exhale all the air. Walk or jump to your hands. Halfway lift. Bow. Rise up, root your feet down. Exhale, fold. Halfway, high to low plank. Upward facing dog. Downward facing dog. We're all connected. I mean, I'm the only one that gets the privilege of seeing all the squares, but your breath is synced up with everyone else's movement. Really concentrate on your breath. It's a big contri contribution to everyone. One more. Breathe out. Walk or jump halfway. Give it the space to enjoy it. Bow down. Rise up, extend. Maybe wiggle your fingers up there, or press your palms and then fold. Bow your head. Lengthen halfway. 
High plank to low, hug in, gently pull into center line. Upward facing dog, lift your thighs. Downward dog, five breaths. Talk about concentration, and some of us get sort of this old message like concentrate, you know, like it's a punishment. It's really just to gather yourself here. Breathe out. Walk or jump to your hands. Halfway lift. Exhale, fold down. And then chair pose, Utkatasana. Hands to opposite elbows over your head, make a little box. And then take your elbows over to the right. Breathe into your left rib cage, sit low. If your left heel got light, push it back down. Lift up through the ribs, your armpit, arc a little bit more. And then go to center over to the left, stretching your right side. So turn your heart space upward a little bit. Sit lower, arc one more. Come to center, reach up with your hands like you're offering up a big bowl of something wonderful to the sky and bow all the way down to the earth. Halfway lengthen. High to low, to be present to, to concentrate on. Upward facing dog, to do the pose this body needs, to serve that up, downward facing dog. Right foot, warrior one. Concentration is actually born of yeah, great love and devotion. Five breaths here. Five breaths, just rather than trying to get it right, Listen, give it some space. Follow the small voice of your own body from your skin into your bones. Move your bones, line up your spine. Take a big breath, reach back. And hands to the mat, high to low. Upward facing dog. Downward dog. Left foot forward, warrior one, Virabhadrasana one. The pose is like way second fiddle to the concentration, your gaze and your breath. Concentration. It's with your center. I can't tell you how to find your center. It's something that's always been there and you know where it is. Two more breaths, you wanna flow from that space. One more, hands to the floor. You'll make your way to down dog. You could skip the vinyasa. You could just like pump it up with air. Move your bones, your muscles will follow. Five breaths and you're downward facing dog. 
it's not like a penalty box, it's a pose. It's part of the flow. The pause is part of the flow too. Last one. Send it out. Feet to your hands. Touch in at your feet, half lift. Bow, see your feet as you bow. Chair pose, see your hands as you reach up. Bow, see your feet again. Say hi, half lift. High to low, gaze forward. Upward facing dog, downward facing dog, right foot warrior one, warrior two, reverse warrior, chaturanga, upward facing dog. Downward dog. Left foot, warrior one from your feet and your skin, light it up. Warrior two, gaze forward. Reverse, go up and then back. Chaturanga, gather your low belly, ribs up and then upward facing. And downward dog. Breathing here, looking here, listening. Touching the mat with your hands and your feet. Lifting everything else away. It's the strength of your front body, your core, your quadriceps pulling up and back that opens your back body, lengthens your spine. Lift your heels, bend your knees, walk or jump. Halfway lift, fold. And come to chair pose, sit your hips deep, reach your arms up, bow all the way, chest to thighs, lift halfway, chaturanga, could be nadaranga, upward facing dog, cobra, knees, maybe pelvis at the mat, downward dog, take a big step, right foot through, warrior one, rise up the strength of your legs, chaturanga flow. Up dog, warming the body. Down dog, there must be at least a few parts that haven't gotten warmed up today. Left foot, warrior one, move. Awakening, chaturanga, hands on your mat. Upward facing dog. Downward facing dog. Bring your feet to touch. Lift your right leg high. You maybe have been waiting for this three-legged dog. Bend your knees, stack hips. You can stay here. You can go towards flip dog. There's some beautiful stretches along the way or slowly flip your dog. The slow approach. You see more, you feel more, you receive more. Everybody in flip dog, bend your elbow to cactus. Arm, or right elbow, roll that shoulder back. 
Maybe even bring your elbow down near the side waist and then reach all the way around to side plank, right hand down, spin your heels to the right. You could do tree here, you could drop a knee, any expression, any expression. Concentration, it's an act of creation from what you have and what you love. Chaturanga. Upward facing dog. Downward facing dog. Go ahead and bring your feet to touch, lift your left leg up. Bend, stack, open, and don't even know where you're gonna go as you go towards flip dog. Don't know how far, just see. Find the place that's just right. And then maybe you're bending that elbow to a cactus arm, the left elbow into your low ribs, open the left shoulder, broaden your collarbones, open your throat, lift your spine between your shoulder blades through to your chest, and then keep that in there as you go around to side plank on the left. You wanna make a little channel with your scapula bones and hug your upper spine straight really nice. I can see it. Muscles of your back working. Pull your armpits and the crown of your head forward. One more breath. High to low. Keep all that length. Upward facing dog. Downward facing dog. Right foot to crescent lunge. Do you know that for like an hour after you practice yoga, you're like a smidge taller? But it's tiny, it's like an eighth of an inch. Hands to your heart, go forward and twist to the left. But it's real, it's actual and it's measurable, just like this breath. And the exhales, twist. The inhales, create some more length. And the exhale, twist through the space you made. One more, ring out around your waist, your organs, and then warrior two, press down, come up and around, reverse warrior. Go into side angle, don't get stuck though. And then come back through warrior two to reverse warrior, working the sides of the waist today. And side angle. Hover your elbow over your knee. Reach your top arm. Warrior two through exalted reverse. Reach up to go back. Side angle, elbow to knee lightly. Take it lightly. And then warrior two, reverse, huge breath. Chaturanga. Heart wheel down. Upward facing. Downward facing dog. Left foot forward, crescent lunge. Just letting everything come up to the surface, hands to your heart, go forward, twist to the left. You're breathing, your heart's beating, you can open your arms or you can stay with your hands at prayer. Take this. The thoracic up towards your chest and chin. 
Warrior two on your inhale. Surf them out a little lower, reverse warrior. Side angle. And then as a flow, three more times, reverse on the inhale. Exhale, side angle. Reverse, be a process, all the phases, beautiful. Side angle to be with what is good and beautiful. Reverse to side angle. Complete this last one. Mind exalted, full breath into chaturanga. Up dog. Down dog, amazing adaptation. Walk your feet up about a foot up your mat, bring your toes to touch, gaze forward, and then froggy hop five times. Bend your elbow, your knees out wide. Keep your arms pretty straight, look forward and just kick up. Kick your hips with your heels, yep. Try to keep your toes together. That'll zip up your core. Yeah, that headstands right, the handstands right there. Good. And then jump right between your hands. Land light. Halfway lift. Bow. Chair. Prayer twist to the right. Get a little fire lit in your core and then bring it some oxygen. Five, four, three, two, bow. Fingers to your big toes, separate your feet hip width, lengthen, lift your spine. Bow into bent legs, bend your knees a lot. You can let go of your head. Just let it have its own weight. Let it have its own gravity. Into chair, utkatasana. Toes together. Hands to prayer and twist the other way to the left side, unless you already went left and then go right. Little up dog in your upper spine, that's it. Bow down, stand on your feet, gorilla. Coming back to our sensing. Come back to chair pose, Utkatasana. Eagle, right arm under, right knee over. Keep pulling your arm bones, physically take the bones back into the socket, into the pocket of your shoulders. 
sweep up extended mountain and sit into chair left arm under left knee over eagles very much like chair if your low ribs are puffing out pull them towards your spine drop your tailbone towards your standing heel sweep up extended mountain and hands to your hips lift your right leg forward standing leg raise and try not to lean back lift the crown of your head take your knee to the right chin over your left shoulder you have your hand on your knee it's nice to push your hand into your inner knee and your inner knee into your hand bring everything forward reach up kick up fly to airplane dekasana and then half moon ardha chandrasana left hand down peel the whole right hip up right shoulder Sometimes I like to take my top arm and lay it all the way flat on my top side, the right side here. So your fingers will touch sort of upper outer thigh. And just use your arm, feel it straight, roll your shoulder back and then lengthen your spine in accordance with the straightness of your arm as like a measure. Then reach the arm back up and get one shoulder plunk right over the bottom shoulder. If you want to bend your knee and take bound half moon, you can do that. One more breath, full expression. And bow down. Uttanasana. Good long hold. Sweep all the way up. Inhale. Good. Hands to your hips. Lift your left leg in front of you. There's fine plumb line in your spine, crown over your tailbone and take the knee to the left, chin over your right shoulder, tall through both sides. And the lateral body, lift it towards your neck. Lift your ears away from your shoulders and bring everything forward. Kick forward, reach up, as you fly back, take your shoulder blade scapula in to lift your chest. Wow. And then electricity through your fingernails. Half moon, hands to your heart, right hand to the earth or the block. So advanced to be able to keep it simple like this. Now lay your top arm over your top side. Even if you've done half moon a hundred thousand times and you wrote a PhD thesis on it, there's still something to be shown, to be known by beginning like again. And then from that straightening, lift the left arm up and the shoulder integration, deltoids to your back. Take the bind now, bend your knee, grab your top foot, and then 
kick into your foot to open the full pec on the left side, little muscles under the collarbones, puff up there. And then really slowly, let go of the back leg, square your hips, bring your left foot to the ground like the whole world depends on it. Oh, sweep up, inhale. There's no one to say it doesn't. <laughs> right arm back, take your right foot, dancer. The intensity builds as the length in the pose. gets greater. One more breath. Other side. Intensity also builds when you don't know how long you're going to have to do something for it, and there might not be an end to it. That's great practice. Because there's a certain point, if you just stay with your vision, stay with, I am breathing in, I am breathing out. A certain point, your brain stops saying, are we there yet? Are we done yet? It stops doing the Papa Smurf thing and it just lets you be. Other side, dancer. Bonus points if you got my Smurfs reference. For five, four, three, two, other side. It's whole and complete every step of the way. There's nowhere to get to. Five. Four, three, two, one, tree, right foot up. And go up with your arms. Lift out of your hips, take your rib cage away from the top of your pelvis, lift your heart a little higher, up to your thumbs with your heart, press down in the standing leg, huge breath in, and then hands to your heart center, step your right foot down like everything depends on it. Bring your left foot up. It does, every moment, Everything comes next. This, what you do here, is a gift to, to your future. It's so good that you're here on your mat. Take three breaths in your tree. I'm just sort of savoring that. Like, I got on my mat. I'm doing this thing. Hands to your heart, seal it in. Step your left foot down. 
sweep your arms overhead. Bow all the way, all the way. Bow to the body on your mat. Halfway, space of your life, high to low. So worth it, upward dog. Downward facing dog, right foot to triangle. You could just go right into triangle. You could step warrior one, warrior two. And then stacking shoulders. Stack hips. Breath. Press into both feet. Pull your leg muscles onto the bones and rise up. Wide-legged fold towards the left side of your mat. If there's a tripod headstand with your name on it, you'll know. You'll send your hands back between your ankles and bend your elbows to 90 degrees and hang your head. And then that's it. That's just the setup. The only thing that gets your head to touch the ground is how wide your feet are. It's not tricky. It's not magic. <laughs> and then one day it rises up on its own. It's what's here right now. What, now what would like love in the pose have you do? Soak in two more breaths. And your hands on your hips, rise up with a flat back. Turn towards the front of your mat. Let's do this, drop onto your back knee for lizard. You'll take your right foot as far forward and out to the right as it'll go. And then you come onto your forearms. You could also have blocks under your elbows. Turn your right toes out 30 degrees. And then your foot, rather than being on the sole of your foot, tip onto the pinky edge side of your foot. So your foot's flexed and you turn the whole foot off the ground at the angle of your knee. Open your right knee up. Uh-huh, lizard, hip opener, but also an interesting thing. It's pretty intense in the hips. So what we often do is drop our head, round our upper back. So our, it's like sticking your fingers in your hairs and going like, no, 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 no. Like, like you don't let the communication move through to your brain if you don't straighten your spine. You can tuck your chin and that'll lengthen the spine in your neck. And then from your tailbone to the last vertebrae that sits up between your ears, take five breaths, inhale up your spine and exhale full length, exhale back to your sacrum. 
that four more. Just feel yourself getting longer and taller. Support Uddiyana Bandha, support your low spine, low ribs in. Support that lengthening. Also lifts it out of the hips a little bit. Last one. And uh, half pigeon, just heel toe your right foot across. Reach out and rest your head on something. Could be your forearms, could be a block, could be the ground. If you sort of hold back into your shell a little bit, going into half pigeon, could you lift your chest a couple inches and go forward a couple inches and lay, lay it back down farther out on the shore? We'll be here. Yeah, another minute. So you can lean into it. Where's your spine, your backbone? And your breath. One more deep breath and full breath all the way out. Come up to down dog, stretch your right leg, bend your right knee, maybe do some circles, maybe flip your dog, freestyle here, make a palate cleanser from the love of it. When you're complete all that, take all the time you need, find your way to triangle on the left side. You may have done a million triangles, but if you concentrate on this one, all the ones that you've always ever done and this one and the conditions of this moment, the concentration on this moment in this pose, new, new worlds, new synergies, you know, those things rub against each other. All the ones I've done against this one, there's information there. There's information, there's gifts of your practice that you've done 
for so long, however many years you've been practicing, there's gifts of all that here in the mix to create something new. Whole new pose. Take one more breath and let it go. Come on up. Do goddess pose. Face the right side of your mat. Feet angle out at the same angle as your knees and your thigh bones. You turn your feet out and drop your tailbone down. You turn your tail towards the mat. Lift the front of your hips up. You can use your hands to sort of adjust that. Lift the sits bones, the, the hip pointers up. So lengthen that bone at the front of both sides of your pelvis. Lengthen that up out of your hip hinge. Drop your tailbone. Uddiyana. Nice. You could cactus your arms. You could bring your hands to prayer. You could bring your hands overhead and press your palms. 10, different mudras. Yeah, overhead pressing the palm is sort of a sword of truth, of discernment. Where is center anyway? Sit a little lower. Five, four, three, two. Yeah, you're strong. Come up, turn towards the front of your mat, and we'll come into lizard. Left toes go out to 10 o'clock. Flex your left foot, roll onto the pinky toe edge of your left foot, so just the knife edge on the floor. Toes, toenails peel back towards your shin bone. Keep that flex to protect your knee. I can't see everyone's knee, so promise. Keep that engaged, keep that engagement. The commitment and the concentration. Who knows where it'll take you? It's a, it's a just do it situation. It's trust and faith. All in now, five, four, three, two, and one half pigeon, just heel, toe your foot across, drop your back knee. What new understanding is possible? You'll have to look for it. It's right there in the words. You have to just stand under it for a while. Still enough to listen, humble enough to follow.
one more minute. Of all the minutes in this day, of all the days you have, this minute. Take a deep breath. Let it all go. Find the stretch that you need with your left leg, down dog, three-legged dog, flip dog, some whole new breed of dog, like a labrador something. I don't know why they always emphasize the doodle part and not the poo part. I think they should call them poo retrievers. <laughs> Come to your belly, high plank. All the way to the mat for locust pose. There's some stretch happen through your glutes, hips, Back of the body now, pull Uriana off the mat. Lift the whole front line, tighten your thighs to the bone, lift them and roll back down. Now, where do you wanna put the emphasis? Locust, you could bind at your low back. You could take cactus arms, you could take Superman, you have fingernails on the ground. And even bend your knees is an option. They call it skydiver. It kind of gets a different area. Every single way you do this pose different, as long as it's true, born of the moment, you really can't go wrong. Then come on down, nicely done. We get on our mats to find ourselves. We already have enough, enough people telling us how to do things. Get on our mat to find out how we wanna do things. Bow, do one leg at a time. And then it's through trial and error and, and just research. Leave some space. Don't lock it down so hard. Some space for education. One more breath. And then come down. And the other side. It's in, it's in one of Barron's books somewhere that the root of that word, like to educate, it's like educere. Ed, ed, and it just means to be drawn from within. 
lit from within. Last two breaths in this side. And then come down and windshield wiper your feet side to side. Notice your thighs and then inside of the muscles of your thighs or the bones and then slow it down until you feel the head of your femur rocking in the cup of your hip socket. What could be more amazing? to discover and how that was built. And we'll take that interest into frog. Face any way you want, you're in your own home. This, that's a nice thing about Zoom yoga. Like you don't have to worry about like whether your head's in someone else's butt crack at all. Unless it's a cat, maybe. <laughs> but I think that means they love you, so take it as a compliment. Frog. From your tailbone to the tippity top bone in your skull, the atlas bone. It's intense in your hips, but you don't have to stay there. Just I am breathing in. I am breathing out. You can do frog at the wall. There's a few of you can't see. If there's anything going on with your knees, just do it on your back with your feet at the wall or a bed. Now just start to inhabit, re-inhabit your physical space, breath by breath. Point by point. Lit from within, drawn forth. It's the listening in the stillness. that draws something forth. It's usually something that we've always known, maybe misplaced, lost track of. Coming up on our last minute, your last minute.
for just a minute, we say. Just a minute, we say that usually, like I say it to my kids, we say it usually when it's like, I can't pay attention to you now. <laughs> Last 25 seconds, pay all the attention, actually just give all the attention. You're not paying anything. The more you give, the more that you get. Period. Come out of frog. And you'll go onto your back for a really good release to frog, which is bridge pose. Remember, maybe you go on your back and you sway side to side and you remember your femur heads and the hip sockets. And it's like that, it's simple. And then you do bridge. So it's not, oh, the frog and it hurts and the this and like all that meaning and significance. It's just like, boom, leg bones connected to hip bones, vertebrae lengthening, arcing up, breath, and blood, and pulse, and sweat. And then roll it all back down. Take a breath at the floor. When you're inhale, bridge or wheel, you could do supported bridge could do full wheel, you could do wheel push-ups. You could do a freaking back walk over. It's your practice. Yeah, one leg maybe wants to go up. When it's complete, just roll it down with as much care as you took building it and take it all apart, come to the earth. Take a breath. Inhale, rise up. Scoop your tailbone up behind your knees. And you actually want to like push the top of your glutes towards the back of your knees. It does something in your low back. Straightens, lengthens. You zip up your core to protect all that. And tuck your chin and come down. Journey into power, the power, yeah, to have happen what you want to have happen. We'll do one more bridge or wheel. Come on up. Ten, nine, eight, seven. Six, five, four, three, two, one.
Roll it down, Supjavada Kanasana. Then take happy baby. And this, if this happy baby feels especially happy or maybe just especially alive, <laughs> you did that. It's awakened baby. <laughs> take your legs straight up to the sky. Bend your knees in right angles and bring your hands to the back of your head. Now leave your head back there and just kick your right leg straight. Kick it out and let it piston back. Yeah, and then left leg kick and pick piston back. So you're just like bicycle, but you're kicking towards the front of the room and your hands are lying back on the beach but really give some oomph to kicking your heel and let it bounce back, let it recoil back. Kick it away, like you don't even want that leg anymore and then just keep going 20, 19, 18, 17. Like you're trying to punch someone with your foot, like give from your center, kick out 10, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. And then knees back over your hips. I'm going to go opposite knee to opposite elbow, but bring your elbow to touch your inner knee, extend the opposite leg. And then come to center and go to the other side. Come to center, other side. And it's in your shoulders too, this twist. Keep your chin lined up with your sternum. Twist from your center. These are so efficient. You only have to do five, four, three, two, and one. And I think maybe another one, equal it out if you have to. Hug your knees to your chest. Send your legs forward and your arms overhead. Reach long. Full body stretch. Grab your right knee, hug it in, hop your hips three inches to the right, and then take it across for a supine twist, but leave your right shoulder pinned down as an anchor. Maybe you bend your right elbow to keep your shoulder on the ground in this twist. And feel how the breath can move when you're twisted around your rib cage, around your lungs. And gaze over your right shoulder. One more here. Come to the center. Hop your hips to the left. Hug your left knee over to the right. And then Keep your left shoulder to the best of your ability down, down to the ground as an anchor. Use all of these anchors, the physical sensations of the body, what we can touch. 
the gaze drishti to one point, what we can see. Little sounds in the space around you, sound of your breathing, and what you can hear. breath in and out into center and take your legs straight up if you read a Karani take shoulder stand so waterfall with your legs up sacrum on a block your shoulder stand there's plenty of time if you want to do a headstand or a handstand at the wall Staying with this inversion. There's your heel bones and your knee bones and your hip bones. All balanced over your shoulder bones. If you're in shoulder stand, plow. Something happens in these poses that doesn't happen in ordinary life. And that's what makes it extraordinary to be able to share these practices with each other, with ourselves. And really with the rest of our lives and the people in them. Just by doing it, you don't have to tell anybody, you don't have to proselytize about yoga. And bring your knees to your forehead. You can stay in this deaf yogi as long as you want. We're just going right into Shavasana from here. Sometimes I want to stay rolled up in that upside down ball for a while, get the stretch in the upper back, shoulders. Find your way, find your way to the ground.
And then when you find whatever you're lying on, just sink in, sink in with a sense of relief. There's nothing to do here. There's nothing to do and there's everything to be with. Everything we have anyway. Just right now. power of shavasanas and how still we can be. When we're really still, we feel how much everything is moving. I'll take you out Just relax into this still point. This deep, quiet center. the source of your being.
Welcome to stay resting as long as you'd like. Or you can start to bring the breath deeper into your body. And then back up to the surface. Hug your knees to your chest. Maybe rock side to side, front to back. Find your way gently to a seat. And take your hands together in front of your heart. Seal practice with the sound of Om, deep breath. Uh... Your thumbs, the center of your forehead. We bow to each other and say, Namaste. Lovely as always. Thank you, everybody. <laughs>